Hello and welcome to Simple Talk. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Jason Cox and I am joined today by my good friend, Brittany Sees. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning. Good to be here. How are you this morning? I'm doing awesome. All right. I got my notes. I'm ready to go. All right. So today we talked about Mark chapter one. And I guess I'll go ahead and read this for us. This is Mark chapter one, verses 21 through 28. It's the story of Jesus driving out the impure spirit in the synagogue. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. Mark writes, they went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to preach. Excuse me, began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, and I wish we had Derek here for this, what do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching and with authority? He even gives orders to impure spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything, first of all, I guess, that struck you about that particular scripture when you read through it? I just love trying to put myself in the position of hearing Jesus yeah. teach and seeing mm-hmm. evil flee from him. Yeah. Can you imagine being in this synagogue, right? Because I, I was thinking about that when I first read over it, I was thinking about Jesus driving out this impure spirit, um, but it didn't really hit right away that this isn't a synagogue, like this is in church in this holy place, this place that's set apart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm jumping on Facebook just to look and see if we have any comments come in. Um, Roy's of course happy to to talk to you guys and see your comments. See your questions as they come in. That's one of the my favorite, my personal favorite parts of, of doing this. So yeah, talk to us. Yeah, talk to us for sure. We're here. Okay, so Jesus is in the synagogue teaching the Son of God, right? So our special guest speaker today, right? Is, is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And this impure spirit is just comes out of nowhere. And as I was reading about this, I was thinking, how many times have you heard a preacher preaching? And all of a sudden you hear a kid screaming, right? Yeah. Or you you hear somebody just burst out with some comment, you know, like just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of Jesus speaking, and all of a sudden this guy jumps up. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? You know, and it's like, whoa. I'd just be blown away. Right. And, then, and then Jesus knows exactly what to do. Yeah. You know? And the Spirit recognizes him immediately. Yes. As Jesus of Nazareth. Yes. Knows who he is. Yes. Knows that he's the Holy One. He even says it. He says, the Holy One of God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, with that, 
kind of precursor to Dennis's sermon today. Was there anything that, that stuck out to you about Dennis's sermon today that kind of jumped out at well, you? Well, he talked about how Jesus has authority from God over everything. And, and then he went on to say, Satan is powerful. There's no doubt about that. But Satan has no power over us when we're on God's side. Mm -hmm. And I just think, like, where could I use that power in my life? What, mm -hmm. Where is Satan getting a foothold in my mind or in my life where I could have this authority and say no? Yeah. You know, get away from me. You know, there's power in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, use Jesus' name and rebuke the, the evil or whatever it is that Satan is trying yeah. to do to get into your life. Because it's like once you... Once you find that soft spot in your armor, mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. you want to you wanna mitigate that. You want to guard that. And then you think, oh, okay, I've got that under control. I've got my drinking under control. Mm -hmm. I've got my drug use under control. And then you let down your guard. Yep. And that's when Satan's like, okay. He's going to get a foothold. The time's right. He's sneaky. He's prowling. Mm -hmm. He's waiting for Just the perfect to, opportunity. Yep, drive those claws into you. And then once he's got you again, man, then you're God again. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I've talked to uh, different friends of mine that have struggled with pornography in the past, mm -hmm. you know? And, and it's like, it's one of those things where they've gotten control over it, and then I'll talk to them a few years later, and it's like, yeah, I've, I've been slipping, man. Yeah. And it's like, you're not slipping. Satan is finding a time and a place to get that, the foothold into your life when again. When you let your guard down. It's that recurring sin. Satan knows the ones that get us. Yeah. You know, for me, it's it's anxiety. And I never thought of my anxiety as a sin until, mm -hmm. you know, God revealed that to me. And yeah. It's like when I'm feeding into fearful thoughts and the what ifs and replaying situations in my mind, like how am I going to glorify God in that? I'm mm -hmm. not. And, and Satan knows that. And he'll, little things will happen, whether it's something with my kids or just something that somebody yeah. says to me, and I will stew and stew and stew. Mm -hmm. And that's that sin that gets a foothold. Yeah. And it just comes back up and it comes back up and I'll think I have it under control and then it comes and all back up. All of a sudden, here it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis said that Jesus teaches that we can have authority over our life. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that is anything that happens within our own power. I no. Think, you Holy know Spirit what? power. I think that we can have some power over our life and, and sometimes a lot of power. Mm -hmm. But as that slips, Right, because Satan is powerful, and that's one yeah. of those things that people underestimate. They're like, "Oh, you know, Satan, I've got God. Satan's no big deal. Satan's still a big deal. He's Sta sneaky, very sneaky, very powerful." Yeah, um, I think one of if you imagine Satan having all these powers, and those powers being tools, I think that he like I've envisioned this toolbox that he has, mm -hmm. and as he opens that toolbox and digs in there for a tool, I think one of his greatest tools that that he possesses is hopelessness. I think that's his go-to. Yep. And he reaches in and, uh, you know. Just sneak that one. Yeah, there. and it's like this blanket, right? And mm -hmm. he just puts it over us, mm -hmm. and it's sometimes in the form of depression, yep. hopelessness, whatever. It's like something in our lives that we can't get past, and he just wraps it around us and says, well, now, see, Brittany, aren't you warmer now? Yep. Doesn't that feel good to have that around yep. your shoulders? And the more we focus in on that, mm -hmm. the bigger that gets. Oh, yeah. Where is our focus? What are we feeding? Dennis mm -hmm. talked about that, too. Like, what are we feeding? Because what we're feeding will grow. Yeah. And times in my life, especially over the last, I guess it was about two years ago now, I was feeding fear. Yeah. Constantly feeding fear. Mm -hmm. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger the until fear. it affected my health, and I, I couldn't get it under control. 
until I got to that point where it's like, all right, God help. Like this got too big. Yeah. I mean, and it does. It does. (laughs) It most definitely does. Mm -hmm. Um, but we gain authority from living out what we talk about. Yes. So what are, where are we focusing our energy? Where are we focusing? When I talk to people, what am I focusing on? Right. The power of God, the power of me, my my heart. I mean, trying to uh, politically correct, find a way to, to say this. You know, I am. I, know, I don't I have know. much of a filter, right? <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows. Um Mark Schlomer says, is there a distinction between God's power over us and his authority over us? I think so. Yeah. Um, authority doesn't have, we don't have any um, say-so in God's authority over us. We have a say-so in God's power over us. We can either accept it or we can reject it. Because he gives us free will. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So going back to my politically correct thought. <laughs> Did you get uh, there? Yeah. <laughs> So we all know those people that are mm, uh, hypochondriacs. Yes, I know. And I know of some. You know a few of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know one or two. Mm-hmm. And those people are always talking about how, you know, oh, gosh, pray for me because I've got this ailment, okay? Mm-hmm. Pray for me because I've got COPD, Um. And I'm struggling with it, so you pray for him. And you come back, pray for me because i got COPD. Pray for me because now I've got lung cancer, I've got lung disease. But throughout all of this, they're still smoking. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. they're still living in that sinful situation. That's causing the problem. That's causing the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, yes, I, I continue to pray for you, but... God, Jesus has given you authority over your own life. Yes. And you have to take that step, whatever that is, because it's not, you know, people are just sitting there rubbing on their little bottle, hoping a genie will pop yeah. out. and Magically God, cure them, yeah, even and, though they keep doing what it is. Exactly. And God is not a genie in a bottle. No. He's given you the power, and he gives you power through the Holy Spirit to get you to where you need to be. But you, look, you got to pull up your bootstraps sometimes and exercise <laughs> the power over your life that Jesus and God is making present to you. Right. Our right? actions matter. Right. And I try to say that because I know that there's people that are, I'm going to get emails about this. <laughs> but it's the truth you've got to do for yourself at times. Yes. Because God is not a genie in a bottle. Right. You know, he He can perform miracles. And he. I've seen some, <laughs> I've seen some amazing things happen yes. in my life. But I also think that we have a, a role in this as well. Yeah. You know, because I guess that's two-parted. The other part is if I'm constantly keeping myself in a situation that's that's hopeless and desperate, how how and why would I share the good news of Jesus Christ? Right. You, you know? have no reason, yeah. No, because I, I hate my life. I hate where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But if I if I did what I said, if I pull up my bootstrap and say today, today is going to be different for me, because I'm going to live in the power of Christ Jesus, yes. and I'm going to do things different, not by my power, not by, not by, my will, but by His. Yes, and you know that's I mean? when people can see God in you. Yeah, and that's when you see God in you. Yes. And that's when all these things start changing, and and that's when we want to scream out the good news of the look gospel. Look what God has yes, done! Exactly. And look at what He's offering us. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yes. I mean, when I've realized that God has power over the fear in my life, mm -hmm. it changed everything. Yes. Everything. Like, I can feel afraid, mm -hmm. but God is my strength. Yeah. And I can do things anyway. And when, when I look back over all that he has helped me do, things that I would have thought would be impossible, mm -hmm. that I would never mm -hmm. be able to do, I mean, he is just magnified in my mind and in my life. I just think of him. He is a big God and he is powerful. And if he can do that in yeah. me. Not to I drive know. that point. Yeah. To drive that point. Was it easy for you? No. Did you, did God do it all for you or did you no. have to do something? I had to, I had to take a step. And did, did you hate it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was jumping off a cliff. Right. And that is how it feels, but we have to take that step. And then all of a sudden God's there to catch us, you know? Not only that, but when the spirit of fear is pushed out, when I stopped magnifying that, it made room for the spirit of joy. Mm -hmm. And I, I have struggled with depression my whole life and anxiety, and I thought joy was something that I would never see in my lifetime. Yeah. I thought it would happen after I died, yeah. you know, and then I'd see Jesus face to face, and then I would feel joy. Then all of a sudden, maybe when uh, I die, then I'll feel alive. <laughs> isn't is kind something? of how I thought. Yeah. But when I, I stopped putting that magnifying glass on my fear, mm -hmm. and I put it on God, and I felt afraid, and I did it anyway, and it was hard, and it was scary, but it made room. It mm -hmm. made room for joy. It made room for friendship. It made room for love. And my focus became, it, I took it off of myself. Mm -hmm. So this inward focus became now this outward focus, and I can see what's going on around me, yeah. and I can feel like I have this family of believers around mm -hmm. me, and it's all God. And just well, when you make room to see him work, and you now you're realize doing how life powerful different. he is. I am. My life feels completely different. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it is. I mean, it, and it's fun. It definitely is. Yeah. So if you're struggling with something today, if there's something that you feel like, I cannot overcome this, you know, whether it be smoking, drugs, pornography, any kind of addiction, or, or even anxiety, mm -hmm. something small, it could be eating fast food, and you're like, I know, but every time when I drive home, at the end of the day, I see a Taco Bell, I see a McDonald's, and I'm hungry, I have to stop, what, it doesn't matter what, whatever, whatever it stronghold. is, whatever is the stronghold, mm -hmm. right, and it's so much different for all of us, whatever that stronghold is, Give it to God, but make that first step. Take yes. that first step to get out of whatever it is that, that you're focusing on, right? Yep. Mark Schlomer says, if we focus on the darkness, we miss out on the little sparks he puts in our lives. Yes. We've got to take the blinders off. Yes, absolutely. And Be true light drives out darkness. Yeah, it does. It does. So it make does. room for the light in your life, and the more that you do that, the less darkness mm -hmm. will be there because mm -hmm. light drives out the darkness. Yeah, yeah. Darkness can't exist even if there's a little bit of, like like Mark's saying, just a spark, just if a little shimmer. it was pitch black in here yep. and we just had a tiny, tiny little light, Yep. that darkness would flee. Yep. It's kind of like, and I, I like what Mark is saying here. Um, I think that this is kind of my, my own thing or whatever, but I, I believe that sin lives deep within us, mm -hmm. right? And if we've got sin deep down inside of us, it thrives, and it it's like a like a wound. Mm -hmm. It just sits there and festers, and it gets bigger, and, and until um, you know disease overtakes us. Yeah. But if you find a friend, right? I've got a friend in Brittany. I got a friend in Mark. I've got a friend in Derek. If if you can find somebody to talk to about that sin, and you get that sin out from the darkness that's Uproot inside it. of you, yeah, and speak it into the light. It does not have power over you anymore. 
That's right. That power's gone. I used to hide my anxiety, and I remember my mother-in-law, when I opened up to her and told her about it, she's like, you know people can't see that when they look at you. Mm -hmm. You don't look anxious. Right, no. You you know, you Mm -hmm. look fine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I I just hid it for so long, but it was festering Mm -hmm. inside. Because you were feeding it. It was huge inside, and I know I could hide it well. But when I spoke it, Mm -hmm. the more that I spoke it, the less power it had. Yeah. It was like, oh, I felt like I was little by little uprooting Mm -hmm. that until and it's gone. just, yeah, don't give it power over you. Yeah. Speak it, share it, bring it to the light, mm-hmm. and it will flee. Dennis said something that really stuck with me. He said, whatever spirit we feed that's inside of us, it's going to grow. Yes, yes. I and wrote that down too. Did you? Mm-hmm. We've all got the Holy Spirit inside. If we feed it, if we feed it with God's word and we feed it with with sharing the gospel and we keep that positivity flowing out of us, it's going to grow, grow and grow and grow because that's where our focus is. But we were talking about the spirit of Jezebel and, and all these different, the spirit of depression, all these different spirits that can thrive inside of us if we give them power. Right, and, right. And what are we feeding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we feeding? And yes, you. so if you stop feeding that thing that's got a stronghold, you've got to start feeding the spirit of yeah. God. You have to read the Bible, you have to pray, mm-hmm. you have to be in fellowship with other believers mm-hmm. because Satan will take that emptiness, you know, you're not feeding that fear anymore, but like you said, hopelessness or yeah. despair or It'll something else right can creep right in you and bet. take that spot. So something's going to fill us. Yeah, that's so right. Something's take that step, make that mm-hmm. initiative to make sure that what's filling you is the Spirit of God. Yeah, that's and that's great advice. Yeah, Something is going to fill that void. Yes, something. And it can be, uh, again, back to addictions, you know, it can be whatever. Use your imagination or... <laughs> <laughs> Anything. <laughs> right. Anything. Yeah. Yep. So, Brittany, do we have authority over Satan? Absolutely. Absolutely. And because we have Christ in us and Christ mm-hmm. has authority over Satan. That's right. And authority is delegated power. Yes. So Christ delegates that power to us. We have authority over Satan and... I think that that's something to be joyful for and hopeful Absolutely. for. Absolutely. What's the difference between being happy, having happiness, and having joy? That's right. We've talked about this. Happiness is fleeting. <laughs> it's an emotion it that is. comes and goes. It is. Joy is, we have it always mm-hmm. with us. It's that hope of a future, knowing mm-hmm. that we are secure in Christ, that not even death has power over us that's when right. we are in Christ. That's because right. we are more than conquerors. And I think about that. How can you be more than a conqueror with Christ? Well, because no matter what comes our way in the future, mm-hmm. we already have conquered it because of Christ. We're already victorious. We already win mm-hmm. because God gives us the end of the story. Yeah, We know yep. how this ends. God's so outside of time. Not only have we conquered in the past with God, but even no matter what comes our way, no matter what the future throws at us, we are more than conquerors because we already have the victory. Yeah. It's already been won, folks. It's already been won. We know the ending. <laughs> we know the ending. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Get it popcorn. might look like this in the middle, but we yeah. know. Yeah. We and know. it feels like that at times. It does. It? Oh, but that's how God. you've got to hold on to that hope. Yeah. Yeah. See that ending. See that finish line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great information. Great insight from Brittany today. I appreciate you. I like being Is here. there anything else that you would like to share with our with our people today? <sighs> the one more thing that I wrote down was that our enemy is not each other. It is Satan. Oh, okay. We are not the enemy. No. Satan is our enemy. I'm so not your enemy. So love one another. It's not easy. 
It's not, not always easy. easy. No. It's hard to love one another. And is easy, or excuse me, is love one of those nice little make you feel warm and fuzzy inside unicorns and rainbow words? Or is love an action? It's an action. Love is a verb. It's an action. I can be so mad at you. I could want to pull your hair out. <laughs> but a ball, Brittany, I don't know about that. But it might not look too good, folks. <laughs> but love says I'm supposed to love my enemy. I'm supposed yeah. to love my friends. I'm supposed to love my enemies. And love is not always easy, but it is always necessary. Satan wants to pit us against each other. And hate's bad for me. That's right. Hate will eat me up. Hate will eat you up. It's one of those things (laughs) that can get a stronghold. Yeah. But God gives us power and authority over that. It does. He does, for sure. Oh, great discussion today. Great sermon. If you didn't get to check it out, go back and check out the 839.45 or 11.15 service uh, today. Dennis's sermon was spot on. Yes, it was. And very insightful, and I really love our, our scripture from today. Absolutely. So, yeah. Got anything else? I don't think so. All right. Hey, thanks for everybody for joining us today for a, another episode of Simple Talk. We appreciate your uh, your comments, Mark. Um, it's like Michelle says, Ephesians six twelve. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Absolutely. I think it's important to remember that, yes. that our struggle isn't it isn't against each other. It's not flesh and blood. Mm-mm. It's against the spiritual forces, yeah. and we have such a tendency to forget that. Yes, so that's right. We'll leave you with that this week, folks. Join us again next week for another episode of Simple Talk. Make sure to like and share this video if you feel like it's been helpful for you so that we can spread the word, spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Yes. And we'll see you next week. See ya.